Welcome to High Gluttony. I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies who like to cook, smoke, learn, and enjoy a meal with friends. We invite you to join us every 10 days or so here at the High Gluttony Homestead and listen to us make a mess and have a lot of fun. (laughs) So step inside, gluttonyers. Whoa, whoa. Was that a new intro, Gretchen? Did did something different happen? And are we having a shockingly hard time dealing with it? Well, yes, Becca, we are. (laughs) Hello, welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the High Gluttony Homestead, gluttonyers. We're talking over each other. We are struggling. (laughs) We're a little out of step. It's been a few weeks since we've recorded together. So we're trying to get back into it. And it is not easy today. We are kind of launching a new format, sort of, but not really. We don't really want to change the podcast, but we want to make some additional minute changes that can help feel like we're bringing it all together, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. We sat down and we thought about how we sort of missed having one dinner parties together because Gretchen and I are in totally different states. And as all our gluttoners know, I used to have the great privilege to go to Gretchen's house for these fantastic dinner parties where we'd smoke and drink and eat and have the most fantastic time. And that was one of the inspirations for High Gluttony. And so we felt like we wanted to open that door up to our gluttoneers and bring some of that experience or sort of dinner party vibe, if you will, to what we're doing here. Another part of this is that when we, we first start talking about doing the High Gluttony podcast is that we have this vision for where we are going to end up in the future, hopefully not too far in the future, but... <laughs> Maybe a little bit down the road once we have some more funding, (laughs) but we would like to have a large-ish property with a farm and where we can grow our own veggies and bring the whole high gluttony experience together with some hospitality, make it a B&B. It's going to be a lot of things because we can't decide on one thing to be. So that's It will be a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) will be 800 different things. We will be way too into way too many things like we already are. But we'll be doing it for other people and hosting them on the property, having a good time, having our dinner parties, get to smoke together and drink together and eat together and cook together and do all those things together. I love it. (laughs) Our new vision is instead of High Gluttony headquarters, we wanted to bring it home. And so the High Gluttony Homestead has become our new vision. We put a vision in motion and it freaked us the fuck out. And now (laughs) we are like, yes, we want this. But now talking about this is a totally different thing. So we panicked a little bit. But like Gretchen said, we do want to make this real for ourselves. We want to make this real for our gluttoneers. We're just opening that door. Thank you for joining us figuratively now and literally in the future. And we hope you enjoy yourselves as much as we do and grab a drink and grab some weed and step inside the homestead with us. Come on, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to cocktail hour. Yes. So what we want to t- what we want to do is make our little chats in the beginning 
a cocktail hour and then we'll cook all together. And then if we have to follow up with conversations about the outcomes of the meal or the dishes, we'll do a little digestive. We're going to say now we're bring your coconut shells or your horses in the future. And let's do this. (laughs) Heard a remarkably good place given that I was like really crying a good, like half an hour. (laughs) And then I was crying and then we were both crying and okay Mm. let's let's start with the little smoker smoke like let's loosen ourselves up a little bit what are you enjoying today Becca during our cocktail hour okay so for our cocktail hour I'm enjoying a northern lights pen I was smoking some flour upstairs. I forgot to grab the label, but then, you know, once we got into it, I was reaching for my indica to just settle myself a little bit. So I've got some Northern Lights that's helping um, settling in a little bit. I'm really excited about what we're doing today and just in general, obviously excited to spend some time with you. What are you smoking to get going today? I have the... Uh, blueberry nerds is what I'm enjoying today. It's a mm. newer strain. We got it pre-ground from my local uh, dispensary here that I've been enjoying. Shout out to Abide Napa. I lo- love their service and uh, and all their products so far. It's been a really great experience. So I'm having that out of my little green green mini pipe because I am trying to stay functional. We're making lunch today. So I have shit to do after that. And so we're trying to keep it light and Gretchen is trying to stay on track. So, <laughs> so a little bit of blueberry nerds, a <laughs> little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then like Gretchen said, we're making a lunch. So we're keeping it a little bit light. I'm just sipping on a blood orange apple cider vinegar tonic, which I have had before on this recording, but it's very delightful. It's very acidic. You had said you were drinking a ton, like a tonic. So I was like, well, this is the only tonic I have. This is perfect. So what are you, what are you actually drinking though? (laughs) I am doing grapefruit juice because the grapefruit tree in my yard has been such a prolific producer of grapefruit we're now just juicing them Ugh. and my new favorite drink of the week is the grapefruit juice from those homegrown grapefruits with some tonic water it's just a really nice refreshing beverage and if you add gin to it even better that does sound good did you ever go to this bar in san francisco called wines pub it was on sacramento and fillmore maybe I don't think- No, I doubt it. They used to have this incredible fresh, fresh pressed juice that like they would do on the spot for every cocktail. They had this like beautiful juicer and Uh. it smelled so good when you'd walk inside there, but it was this teeny bar and they always had a big cheese display too that you could just Mm. like munch on, which like is pretty, that's a significant offering at just like a bar. Yeah. Anyway, that made me think of that fresh grapefruit juice. Mm, Yum. Yeah. It's really good. I definitely was just drinking it straight to begin with, (laughs) but then once I put the tonic with it, because I've realized or been told at this point that tonic is mostly sugar, (laughs) got a lot of sugar in it. Actually, my preference is fever tree, refreshingly light premium Indian tonic water. It adds significant sweetness. It just really balances out like the 
the bitter from the tonic works really nice with the bitter from the grapefruit. Like it works together and makes it not bitter somehow. And <laughs> yeah, just been really enjoying that lately. Plus I just need to up my water intake. So I figure that's, you know, mostly water, right? <laughs> I'm just going to tell myself it's more water. It's fine. I think so. it's water. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, to continue with our relaxed theme and just chatting during our cocktail hour, I want to share some really fun facts about carrots. Actually, oh my God, have we said what we're making today? We've said a lunch, but I don't think yeah. we've said specifically. We are making a pickled veggie sandwich from House We Eats because Becca is on a quest for the perfect veggie sandwich. And I think this is great because it's starting to feel like spring here, but I, we're also having some cold weather and since we learned so much about cauliflower for our cauliflower korma episode, great to bring the cauliflower back because there are pickled cauliflower on this sandwich. Feels sort of spring-like, but you're still getting those winter veggies. Very excited about this, this whole thing. I'm, I love me some pickled cauliflower. Yeah, cauliflower, getting that vitamin C. So pickled veggies, And then this has a fun cream cheese, scallion and garlic kind of sauce, but spread. Yeah. Ooh, spread. Yes. And one of the things we're pickling along with the cauliflower is carrots. So back to this for the cocktail hour, you can settle in and relax while I talk to you a little bit about carrots. That's what I was trying to get to. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Carrot poogle. Carrots have been around for a long time. Lots of things have been around for a long time. But carrots were really first domesticated in Afghanistan from the wild carrot, which was mostly purple and yellow. The original colors of carrots, wild to me because we had that, like orange was such a standard. So you're like, really? How'd you get orange? Where did orange come from? Right. So purple, yellow. And then you'd actually find almost every color. There was red, black, yellow, like I said, but orange was not one of the naturally growing carrots. So like you said, like, how did we end up with this like orange one? But wild carrot is small. It's tough. It's pale. It's bitter. And the modern carrot that we know is a lot bigger. It's a lot juicier. Carrots used to be used as a diuretic, so it works to help the body release extra salt or fluid, and they were juicier and more digestible than a parsnip. They were often confused as a parsnip, so those original white, like yellow ones, those purple ones, like often were confused as a parsnip, and many people used it as a treatment for venomous bites and stomach ailments. Oh, bites of venomous beasts is how you put it. I like that. (laughs) You should. Yeah, no, you say that. Say that. Say that. (laughs) Well, that's directly from the site, but they say, okay, that's what they say. (laughs) Many noted its efficacy against the bites of venomous beasts and a whole manner of stomach ailments. (laughs) So fancy sounding. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Eventually they did start to like genetically modify, but we'll say cultivate the orange carrot. One of the reasons they did this, and I think it was mostly just kind of like that yellow one that they kept mixing with the other colors and ultimately developing what would be sweeter and would not stain your cookware 
or your water. I did have purple carrots in the fridge today and I thought, ooh, that would be cool. But then I was like, ooh, we have cauliflower. It is white. I don't think I want purple cauliflower. Right. I, I don't really know what color that would be. So I was like, no, let's go with the, the red and the yellow one. We'll use those. It makes sense. It's interesting. That was one of the reasons. So in addition to wanting like a sweeter, bigger, meatier kind of veggie, they're also like, and it doesn't stain your water or your cookware or the ingredients around it, which is weird <laughs> because it is orange. And yeah. So a little history on the carrot there. And then I thought this was a fun tip about how to store it best. And it's to immediately remove the leaves because the leaves rob it of the moisture. And to keep them away from apples, because apples, you're nodding your head. This was so a surprise to me. Apples can emit a gas, which causes the carrots to become bitter. Apples, it's kind of a problem to store most things with apples due to the fact that they do emit that gas. People who store apples, you have like a warehouse just for apples because it will make everything around it go bad. It's the... I'd have to look up what the actual gas is, but yeah. So I didn't know that it made carrots bitter in particular, but it will make your food go bad faster. Just putting it out there that. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I had no idea. So the site I referenced said it's best to refrigerate them in a plastic bag to just avoid any risk of that. But I don't usually do that. So. Mm -hmm. And then as opposed to some other vegetables, you can leave them in the ground all winter. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I don't, Kurt, that's you. I mean, none of this is news to you, but this is (laughs) exciting stuff to me. That's actually standard for a lot. Quite a few root vegetables is that they actually can be left in the ground. So it's one of the methods of storing it. That's not surprising. Right. For you. For me. So. But along those lines of what you said about how it can be kind of protected throughout the winter, it's actually better for you to eat a cooked carrot than a raw carrot because it releases that beta carotene. A raw carrot only gives you 3% of what you could get from the beta carotene, but heating them up gives you closer to 40%. Good to know. I did not know that. I'm a little sad because I really like raw carrots. (laughs) Well, I'm sure there's still plenty good for you. It, <laughs> if you want that beta carotene, though, <laughs> that's fair. Okay. You want to heat it up just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> there's a chef from a restaurant in Manhattan called Dirt Candy. The chef's name is Amanda Cohen. The chef said that working with them is not always easy. Carrots are a blessing and a curse because they're super versatile but their sweet taste can easily overwhelm a dish. And I agree because I don't really like carrots in a lot of things, or if I do, I just need it to be like a minimal amount. She goes on to say they're sweet, but also a little bitter, kind of like the way lemon is sweet, but also sour. And we found that they're perfect for desserts, like a carrot meringue pie. Deeply intriguing. Yeah. And then she said their indestructible texture also makes them a lot of fun and you can even grill them for a long time and they will never turn mushy or lose their shape. So this means we can grill them for ages, and then we shave them with a peeler and get this deep, complex flavor with a hint of sweetness and a chewy texture. And I I see your gasp, and I knew as soon as you read that, you're going to make this now. (laughs) 
Of fucking course I am. Let me go start the grill. Hold on, I'll be back. <laughs> I literally might do that today. That's that's Doesn't fascinating. That <laughs> I also really want to make carrot meringue pie now. Like I'm like, that sounds actually really good. I thought you'd be excited about this for our first cocktail I, hour chat. I fucking love this. All right, hang on. I gotta write this down because I'm high and I might forget. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Secondary uh, saying on this podcast. <laughs> right. Just to wrap it up, carrots are, like we said, super high in beta carotene. And beta carotene, what is turned into vitamin A in our systems. If you don't know, beta carotene is what gives carrots that orange color. It's what gives anything that's orange that hue. Beta carotene is really good to help with your eyesight and with your immune system and your skin. Mm. Carrots also have vitamin C, vitamin K, calcium, and lots of fiber and potassium. Good to know. More carrots. Eat more carrots. Eat more carrots. Maybe grill them. Or have them for dessert. (laughs) Yeah. Or put them in a cake. (laughs) Yeah, carrot cake. (laughs) So let's get into the kitchen. We have a couple of things to make. So like Gretchen said, our recipe comes from howsweeteats.com and this is the pickled veggie sandwich. Our ingredients are going to be one small head of cauliflower cut into florets. Both Gretchen and I are not using the full head of cauliflower because that's a lot of fucking cauliflower. Then you need one garlic clove, one jalapeno pepper thinly sliced, two carrots, peeled and cut into matchsticks, one cup distilled white vinegar, two thirds cup apple cider vinegar, one third cup water, two tablespoons sugar, one teaspoon salt, one teaspoon coriander seeds, and then bread, either ciabatta baguettes or some other version of that. I got a garlic ciabatta. My dad made bread yesterday, so I'm using dad's homemade bread, which is similar to a ciabatta. Pretty similar. It almost looks ciabatta-ish. Yum. And then arugula, spring greens, or microgreens. I'm doing arugula. I'm also doing arugula with a little bit of spinach mixed in because I've got some spinach in the fridge. Pickled onions are optional. I'm not doing it. I don't have them. I am not doing that either optional for us is the no. Yeah. And then the spread is a scallion garlic cream cheese that has eight ounces of softened cream cheese, a half a cup of sliced scallions, four minced garlic cloves, and salt and pepper. So you should actually read it as for pressed garlic clove because Gretchen isn't mincing anything. And Rebecca (laughs) thinks mincing is pressing in her head. (laughs) We don't really need special equipment, but the pickling requires... Uh, Yeah, you need a jar, good-sized jar, and a saucepan to heat your pickle brine in. Tell me what our high-level steps then are. So what we did before all our gluttoners got here is we had measured all of our brine ingredients into our saucepan, cut up all our cauliflower and put it into the jar. Then we are going to heat that, pickle brine up, pour it over, and let it sit for an hour. So step number one, make your pickles. Okay. Step two is put your cream cheese scallions and garlic all together in a container and mix together until it's all mixed. So you're making your spread. Then make I, your sandwich. I took a wild guess. This is a world level one. Yeah. <laughs> world level one. 
We are going back to basics, everybody. Our easiest dinner party ever. <laughs> I think maybe we, I've just been too much of an overachiever. We should really just bring the levels down quite a bit. Once we get back into the dinner party uh, territory. World level ones only. World level ones only. <laughs> okay. Should we go make our pickles? Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. I have to um, cut my jalapeno real quick. Okay. Oh, the good news is you can do that while the pickle's heating. Okay, what should I put the temperature to? I mean, medium. It shouldn't take too long for two cups of liquid to come to a boil. Bring to a boil. Yeah. Okay. So our pickle brine, again, is that distilled white vinegar, apple cider vinegar, water, sugar, salt, coriander. Did I miss anything? Nope. And the jalapeno goes with the carrots and cauliflower? Yes. How much jalapeno did you do? The jalapeno we bought was enormous. So I took one <laughs> side off of it and used that. But I also removed the inner part of a, like I got rid of the seeds and the innermost membrane from mine. So I'm hoping for a little bit of mild spice, nothing too major. So I uh-huh. felt like putting a whole jalapeno would make it a little too spicy for me. Sure. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a four inch by inch and a half wide jalapeno. So it's absolutely enormous. Oh, yours looks nice. Beautiful. Four inch by inch and a half. Yeah, that's a big guy. It's huge. It's absolutely yeah. enormous. It's like longer than my hand is across. <laughs> Plus I've made like jalapeno flavored pickles before with like one jalapeno in a jar and I, it was too hot. I could, I had to get rid of all the pickles. Oh yeah. Plus I've had pickles that are too hot and then it does kind of ruin the sandwich. I only pressed three garlic cloves for the, for the cream cheese. (laughs) Yeah. I pressed mine, but I also used that trick that we learned way back in Chana Masala with the, I think it was Chana Masala where we, the taming the gingers, the not gingers, taming garlic bite with the lemon juice. I forgot all about that. So I'm, I pressed mine and then mixed it with some lemon juice and I've been letting it sit because I think he also said to let it like to do it uh-huh. and then let it sit out because it helps the flavor develop. Oh, that's uh, fun. Good, good memory. I think you could do any acid. Like you wouldn't, you have to necessarily do lemon juice because I would think that that would happen with any acid. Lemon juice isn't that special. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitive words by Gretchen. Yeah. <laughs> like, not that What's special. What's so special about lemon anyway? <laughs> My brain's already simmering. Mine's still just heating. Must be these new amazing burners on my new amazing stove. Oh my gosh. Gretchen got a new stove. Oh my God. Do you want to know <laughs> the one thing that I think is really dumb about the stove? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So it's Wi-Fi connected. And initially we couldn't figure out how to turn the oven light on and off without using the app because you have, you can turn it on, like you can turn the timer on, you can turn the oven on with the app. Cool. It's all integrated, but neither, none of us could figure out how to turn on and off the oven light from the actual stove. (laughs) My dad finally discovered that it's a knob. So this knob right here is the the oven light. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that it's got a whole display thing here for all the oven functionality, but the oven light had to be a fucking knob. (laughs) So smart. 
don't know. No, I'm joking. Cause it's okay. like a smart oven. But yeah, the- it is a smart oven, but oh my gosh. Other cool feature. You can change the, the, how you can set the oven temperature from Celsius to Fahrenheit. So Ooh, if I'm fun. looking at a recipe from somewhere else in the world and they have it in Celsius, I can set the oven according to that measurement. Oh my God. That's so, actually very handy. You use it? a lot of BBC <laughs> recipes. I, I do. So, <laughs> my brine is boiling. So I'm going to actually okay. turn off here and pour it over before I lose a lot of volume. That goes over hot. Yeah. Okay. So just kind of doing a light cook on your, your veg here. I used... Most of my brine, I'm surprised. I didn't think I was going to need that much brine to go in there. And once my pickle settles in a little bit, I might end up using the last tablespoon or so. Perfect. Use it up. I already tasted it. It tastes good. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. I actually, so I didn't have coriander seeds. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm using a small amount of cumin seeds. Cumin seeds. Yeah. And then I put in two allspice berries to just sort of bring that all spiciness in there and only did one tablespoon of sugar. Cause you know, I'm, I'm all about the acid and I don't want mm-hmm. too much sugar. Cause I, I felt like two tablespoons was a lot. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, yep, two tablespoons. Here we go. <laughs> I may want it later. I don't know, but I always like to be conservative with my sugar. Sure. Okay. So that's our pickle done or <laughs> almost I'm one out of two is done. Uh, this is almost ready. Oh, it smells so good. Yeah. Can you smell that gluttoners? <laughs> yeah. Can you? Can you smell this hot vinegar? <laughs> it's it's way more appealing than it sounds. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> okay, I'm pouring it in. In a few minutes, it'll have garlic and, and jalapeno aromatics come in with it. Ooh, the liquid doesn't cover everything for me. My jar is pretty wide. Oh. Hmm. Squish it down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. When in doubt, squish. <laughs> Can you hear it squeaking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My rubber spatula. Hmm. All right. It's pretty squished down. All right. I'll come back in a little bit and squish, squish it. it again. <laughs> Squ- I, yeah. I think if you're, you'll be fine if you stir it or move it around and it should kind of compact down a little bit. Okay. And do we cover it? I don't think you need to. Okay. Yeah. Turn, it just says that because it's a jar or a bowl. Oh, should I pour it into a bowl? No, I think you're fine if, if you're okay. in a jar. That's not the problem. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying that she's not specifying that it has to be covered. And Got I it. probably wouldn't cover it just at least not with something solid because of the heat. If it builds up the pressure inside, it'll bust things. That makes sense. So leave it for an hour and we're going to mix our cream cheese cheese spread. Yep. And then then we'll let that sit too, just to get all yummy and tasty all together. Let our flavors meld. (laughs) I'm so excited. Have you seen my new salt and pepper grinders, right? You've seen these, right? Um, No. Oh. It's a two-in-one? They're lightsabers. Okay. I was going to say they look like the future. They're lightsabers. (laughs) My dad's adding to my collection of uh, Star Wars things. Star Wars cook kitchen and utensils. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which one's the pepper? The red or the blue? The red. 
Whoa. <laughs> Evil Empire Pepper. My other ones started to fade out a bit. It's time to invest in some new ones. So I'm just going to kind of smash mine together with a fork. That's what I'm doing. I thought we were both doing that. I was already doing it. Oh, good. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> okay. I was. I forgot if we discussed that or not, but maybe we didn't. And I just assumed. Either that or that's the re- what the recipe says. We both actually yeah. read the recipe this time. <laughs> that would be weird. That would be totally weird. <laughs> mm, this smells good. Everything smells so good right now. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to eat this later. So mine's pretty well mixed together. Are you done? Just adding my pepper and salt, but okay. pretty much done. Yeah. This I am going to cover. Okay. Just uh, since we don't have any explosion concerns to worry about with that. And in the fridge? I think you could leave it at room temperature for okay. right now. If you weren't going to make these sandwiches right away, then yes. Like if you're just making this, you know, mm-hmm. considering this is a Kind of a pantry power-up thing. Yeah, it is. And we're back. We've had an hour of chill time. So as the pickle and our cream cheese spread is also been marinating, I guess you could call it. So we are ready to assemble a sandwich. We both come like, well, you were like, oh my God, that's like a punch in the face. But when we opened the cream cheese, it smelled so good. The garlic just was like, hello. It's wonderful. It's very much hello. (laughs) Hello. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hi, garlic. (laughs) We are friends, aren't we? Good to see you. All right. Big chunk of cream cheese. Yep. Are you doing both sides? Yes. Because otherwise your pickle, because it's got liquid, it's just going to put water into your bread. Ah, and slip slide. Yeah. I have thoughts already on on how to improve this pickle for the sandwich though. (laughs) Okay. Because I think if you did a thinner, like a thin slice. On the cauliflower? On the cauliflower. I wanted to do that. Yeah. Well, you should have followed your instinct on that one, Becca. Come on. I know, but I wanted to do the recipe and I didn't want to be like, ew, they knew better because we did that. <laughs> and then we're like, no, they were right. But yeah. I like a real uniform sandwich. <laughs> I want yeah. every bite to have all the flavors and I want it to be the same consistency. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Pickled cauliflower is awesome. Yeah, mm. I, think, I think a thin slice mm-hmm. through the florette would be a good idea. And then I top mine with a little arugula here. That's so good. Have you actually tried the sandwich or are you just saying the pickle? <laughs> pickle is so good. I ate the sandwich. Oh, good. All right. I'm <laughs> right behind you. you. I'm right behind you. No, I ate just a piece of the cauliflower first. Mm. Mm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my cauliflower squished out though. <laughs> mm. So yeah. Maybe an open face mm. mm-hmm. with the big cauliflower chunk. The big, yeah. Mm, wow oh i love that me too that's great yeah oh my gosh this is so good oh my god oh the cream cheese is like fuck yeah totally i didn't think i'd want the raw garlic and maybe adding it to the cream cheese in advance like helped a little but probably it's so i don't mind it at all it's so good Mm -hmm. oh man wow so yeah world world level one do you agree totally level one and one of the like this is a this is one of the best sandwiches I've had. Like, <laughs> like this is so good. Oh man. I love the bright green or the bright orange of the carrot yeah. too. Yeah. I love this. What mm-hmm. a great suggestion, Becca. Mm. 
Saw it on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Thanks, lady behind how to how sweet eat. <laughs> we'll just keep eating. <laughs> yeah, my whole sandwich is gone. That's mm, so good. Awesome. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the jalapeno too. It's just enough. I probably could have put more in, but I I think I gauged it right for what I needed. So mm-hmm. what you want to enjoy. Wow. Well, that was that was fun. Yeah. Great, delicious. easy, delicious sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Yeah, me too. All right. Get out of here. Maybe we get out of here. <laughs> Let, rate, review, subscribe, mm-hmm. follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Tell some friends. Tell some friends. Don't stop talking about it. Be like a Peloton person. <laughs> Be like a Peloton person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Off we go. Here we go.